Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. I'm here with my man, Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? What up? Luke is back from holiday, ready to go. Oh. Uh, but still, we're still trying to get back into the swing of things. Yes. Luke is still like vacation time. He's on island time right now. But Indeed. we're going to end up doing something different. I'll just tell everybody right away. We're going to end up splitting up the weekly show here oh. into two episodes. One that you're listening to right now. And then we're going to come back on Friday and finish up. Because while you were gone, we ended up having a quick show because we ended up doing half the books then you fell asleep and we didn't get to finish Whoops. it but that's you know i'm not throwing shade at all about that but <laughs> that show that first one that that was an hour long it seemed like a lot of people listened to that one oh, like really? the idea of maybe two hours is a little too long oh. but we don't want to just shove books aside and also we like to talk about these we books. do like to talk so it's either what, like something has to give, but the mm. way we're going to make it give is we'll have two shows. You'll listen to this show now, and then on Friday, we'll have the second bit. By the Double end, we'll trouble. talk about what we will talk about, a bunch of things, including some books we haven't talked about before. And that's the other thing. It's funny, too, because of that, we're allowed, or it allows us. We're allowed oh. to do whatever the hell we want. But wow. it does allow us to talk about more books, actually, and... Mm have them in a way that's more digestible yeah i think it's a good like we haven't we have we haven't blown it all on the one you know we've spread it out evenly there's some bangers in both episodes there are some bangers oh. you say and bangers that, and, like, and and what you're saying is like hokkaido gals when we get to oh, talk about baby. that right no, or I maybe even about a... Nehru, with oh, martial arts. No. I thought you meant Shoujin X. <laughs> oh, Shoujin X? Shoujin X. We're oh. going to talk about that as well. You have to it... catch up on that one. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, oh, that's geez. why it's not on this show. <laughs> I get a couple extra days to catch up. That's what I <laughs> oh, do. Geez. But I will. I will. I'll even admit to you, Hikado Girls, I'm actually two chapters behind? behind as well. Oh, just two chapters. Scans. I'm almost there. I ended up catching up, and then we didn't do it. And then I just kind of mm, oh. wait and whatever, you know. I, I, have, this week. I have things to do. Okay? I'm not man. like you. I'm not on holiday. Are you falling all asleep the like time, me? Right? Oh, yeah, I am actually. I'm getting tired, so things <laughs> might get goofy. But uh -oh. with all of that, go over to Twitter as well at Weird Manga. Follow us, and we'll follow you back 100%. 100% oh. follow back policy because we like to talk to people and be nice. And I think that if everybody accepts everybody. It's a nice thing, right? The Here's the deal. When you accept that, when you end up following people back, you're a gem. Wow. Right? If you don't, and you're one of those people, one of those guys, gals, or whatever, that you end up, I have 50,000 followers, and I follow one person back. You're not a gem. You're an anti-gem is what is you are. Is that anti-gem sound effect? That is now the anti-gem. Speaking of which, you could also go to our Patreon, patreon.com. Slash weird science manga And oh. what you could get there are A bunch of early access To our Manga Monday show 14 episodes early access But one of the bigger things too is every Tuesday Usually Wednesday this week We have our Manga Picks of the Week Podcast and this week We ended up doing and we had an anti-gem There you oh. know that This week's picks were Don't Blush Sakeme-san The My Hero Academia One shot crazy wow. right crazy And uh, Witch Watch so, you know, you know, with me and that witch watch. <laughs> no. But and with that, too, 
because we're going to have the two shows, what we'll end up doing is at the end of the show, we'll pick our book of the podcast and our gem of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then we'll do the same on Friday, but then we'll give an overall winner on Friday, our gem and book of of the week. And I think that people are going to be shocked when we get into these books. First off, I think that this episode that we're going to do right now is very strong. I think this might be one of the the collected chapters we have here might be one of the strongest we've ever had. I I agree. And if I knew that, I might have mixed them up a little. But Uh I ended up just picking these, trying to give, you know, smaller chapters like a high school family Mm -hmm. in with like a, a new thing like Red Hood and try to balance it out and whatnot. But boy, these these books are good. The, oh, these yeah. books are really good, including our, our first one. Shocker! What is it, Luke? Is it the High School Families? Yes, it is. Oh it's my high goodness! High School Family and the Color Page. Yeah, Color Page. And what chapter is it? This is chapter forty-eight. Summer's end. Summer's oh. end. Summer didn't last too long in this book. I mean, no. it, it lasted a couple. But it chapters. goes out with a bang. It does. It has a color page, which is pretty nice, right? And then you get into a chapter that, what the heck happened with this book? I mean, this it's actually, it, it's really good. <laughs> this isn't even, I'm telling you, you can look at this as a gag manga because it is and all yep. that stuff. But this chapter, I think what it does is it actually gives the people who have been following it, it actually gives them a reward by you pretty right. much get everybody that's been in this at the end of Summer Fair. This is like me and Roboco level callbacks. This is like stuff that we haven't seen for 20 chapters out of nowhere. You get American fanboy <laughs> in this for for a page and I he gets he nervous. Existed. He gets nervous and then goes away, but he's there. But you also have everybody with like the it's funny because the family ends up, you know, going on their way. They decide mm-hmm. to go. They go every year. Everybody does. They said almost, and it's kind of a funny wink, wink. Almost everybody in town goes to this end of summer festival. So when they go, though, they decide that this year, not as a full out family, they're going to go and hang out with their friends instead. Oh. But that does allow you to have things like Gomez going around on the head of the principal, <laughs> right? And then you end up having Ichiro, the father going around with Suzuki, his kind of, at one point, little bit of a rival friend from the volleyball deal. And so you have this, and you have the mom going around. And that's the big one. The the thing that pretty much pushes all this is that the mom goes off with Yumiki, who is the girl that our main son, Kataro, likes. Now, me and you think Kataro's a dud. We've said this all along. He's the weakest link. He is. He's pretty good here. You That's finally what's really like impressive. Him. Yeah, he yeah. is the sticky glue that holds this chapter is. together. And there's character work in in funny ways, and actually, like good deal. And also, I want to get one of those like cooked on the grill corn on the cops. Oh, yummy! Pretty good. I do like that. But they're there. Everybody's going around. They're buying food, and I like the idea though that Haruka, the you know the little girl, mm. she's really like pinching pennies. It makes me laugh. She's like, hey, what's the markup on this food here? The guy's like, don't don't worry about it, girl. But throughout this, what happens is everybody gets lost. Everybody ends up getting separated Uh by their friends pretty much because the mom comes running in especially and says, Yumiki, she is missing. I don't know where she is. She's gone off and I can't get a hold of her. And you do see Yumiki, your phone ended up dying. So that's where you have Kataro who likes her steps up and says, I'll go find her. Now, 
some of the funny gags actually made me laugh. And the one that made me laugh is they end up, Kataro and his tennis team buddies, they want to win an iPad, right? And, and iPad. so the iPad, E Y E. And they end up uh, wanting to do this where you, you have like a BB gun type thing right. and you shoot it. And it's rigged. It ends up falling. They shoot it, it falls, and then it snaps back up. And the guy goes, Nope, you have to knock it over to take it home. And they start yelling. I mean, they're like, this dirty game, it's rigged. Hey, this guy's scamming people. And I love the guy's reaction is basically, no, 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 it's not a scam. This is the festival experience. You're supposed <laughs> to get ripped part off. Of the that's charm. part of the That's <laughs> what you want to have. That's the experience. So maybe giggle. But then the mom comes. And the idea of this is the mom comes and says, you know, oh, my God, Yumiki, she went off. I can't get a hold of her. I can't find her. And Kataro steps up. I'll go find her. But the other thing that makes me laugh so much is because there are callbacks and shout outs. I forgot. I completely forgot that this boy that was on the, oh, ten- he, the mom. Yeah, yeah. He's obsessed with the mom. <laughs> he, he really likes They're the on mom. First name basis. And, and she keeps calling him by his name and the other oh guy's freaking goodness. out. It's pretty funny because remember at one point he will do whatever that mom says. He mm-hmm. always wants to help. He's obsessed with her. And then you just see Ichiro. Stan him with that outfit he has on is <laughs> crazy. Rolled up. Yeah, sleeves rolled up. Yeah, he's jacked. And Suzuki's wandered off. He's like, oh my god, I can't find Suzuki. I wonder where he he wanders off to run into the guy who was trying to kidnap Ichiro before. Oh, it's geez. wacky. This whole thing is wacky. And you start getting gem stuff though. I also like too where Suzuki ends up. This old guy kind of puts his hand and does that like you can't hit me move. Where he pulls them aside like, you know, it makes me laugh. But uh, the whole deal is Haruka's lost. And she goes to these police officers. So I swear I've seen before. But those. I think they've been really something. And, and again, she's there with the older women, people she work with, like all that. Like, mm-hmm. And she's there and she's like, oh, my God, you know, help me, police officer. And he's like, oh, are you lost? And she's like, no, no, no. My friends are the ones lost. <laughs> and that's pure her. She thinks she's the smartest. But mm. she's such a little girl. Look at her. And. And a lot of times it plays it up where she is like kind of a brat. She plays off a lot like Stewie in Family oh. Guy. She's the smartest one in the family. She's always saying, but right here, I felt so bad. That has she's, that just, cute she's just a little girl. And, and she ends up, the funniest thing is if you look at the art, she definitely has the same face as Gomez, which makes me giggle. But, you know, and, and the police officer, in a cool way, he does get down, you know, to her level, which is something that's really nice. Mm. And he's like, no, 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 you're lost. And she's like, whatever. And they go. But then I'm telling you, it's rapid fire. Oh, you yeah. end up going, Gomez has wandered off from the principal. And he's <laughs> looking into a pool of, of goldfish where you could win a fish, where this guy's like, shoo, cat, you're not going to eat the fish. You end up getting the one classmate like, listen. Gomez is in charge of being the pet monitor. He doesn't want the fish. He wants a a pet for Johnson. The other fish, it's all wacky. They, they get it. But it's it's nice. I mean, it's really funny where you go. And all this is is basically we're going to get back to school the next year. So let's get everything that we've done to end the summer and have these callbacks. This because, is a very sufficient wrap-up of all yeah, these different it's really elements. it's nice. It is. Know? And you do get fanboy american fanboy who, nowhere he's just wandering he's scared he starts <laughs> crying he doesn't understand because nobody speaks english and he's <laughs> talking english well that's when and everybody what i like about this chapter too everybody gets their time everybody oh, yeah. gets everybody a thing gets time to shine. including yumiki yeah, who then starts to 
ta- she knows a little English and she's trying to help him. It's like, excuse you, me. How do you do? And she says it twice. And he's like, somebody help me. His parents come and grab him like, we're getting out of here. These Japanese festivals are scary. And then as the book usually does, Yumiki's like, well, what the heck was that all about? Then you have Kataro, who's trying to find her. He gives up, but then he realizes, I can't give up, because if I give up, that means I don't like her. And this oh. is something very don't blush kind of deal, oh, yeah, kind yeah. of a blue box kind mm-hmm. of feel like you have that. We have that a lot this week, where he's like, no, 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 I can't give up. But as that's going on, you end up hearing the big drums start going. It's time for the Bond dance. And then what you know you always have in this book, everything centers around the family. Ichiro has just decided he's going to start playing the drum. The one guy who's in charge is like, man, nobody's ever, you know, insisted you do that. You're like a youngster. And he's like, hey, I'm a high schooler. It's a nice deal. It's like, it's just funny for this book. And uh, he looks pretty, you know, he looks pretty badass doing it, doesn't he? Yeah, because he's jacked, right? Mm -hmm, He's mm -hmm. there banging it. But that is almost like the call to arms for everybody when they realize, oh, my God, because he's way above. You know, he's in this big tower Mm. deal doing this. So wherever everybody is for the family, they see him and say, oh, my God, there's dad and go towards us. They all meet up. Oh. They all, and, and, and like, it's just a weird deal of, OK, and, and you even get like like a metaphor type deal of this where the idea that Ichiro, the dad, is youthful and trying to do the high school and things like that, that does always bring the family kind of together. And it mm-hmm. does here in a He's physical way. He is. He gets it. Now, with like you said, though, the story does revolve around Kataro, who oh. he's still looking, but he, he, he ate chili. Or so. I mean, he ends up where he has eaten too much. He, he's he got the runs, and, oh. and he might have the sprints while he's uh, running. He's not the only one either. Jeez. No, because he gets in line for the bathroom, and it's one of those like real long lines. Oh, Everybody in line, I'm telling you, if there are 50 <laughs> people in line, am I over-exaggerating the 48 48 poop their pants i mean they are gonna poop their pants everyone is shaking (laughs) i I mean are we supposed to believe then that pretty much all the food here has made people sick because they are about to crap their pants throughout this whole deal and they're in line i mean shaking more than i've ever seen somebody get the shakes here (laughs) and uh, obviously kataro's in the you know the male line the the men's line Mm -hmm. and he looks over and sees on the other side there's yumiki and what? this is the most wholesome this and romantic deal box about taking a crap. Oh. Because Kataro does not hold back because when they do end up and like they're like, oh, my God, there you are. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I was, yeah, searching for ages. She's shivering, pointing at the bathroom. They got to get there. They both go take dumps and then come out and say, thank God we took dumps and, and we found each other. This is not like if this was just a mess. Sakeme-san's head would blow up if, if she looked over and Takadana was in line with her at the, the restroom. This would be, but they're like easy peasy with this. They're real into it. Like, yeah, yeah. Having found that Yumiki had gone to the bathroom, uh, Kataro returned relieved. And I relieved. And it says wow. it was anything but romantic for the duration of that short walk back. He got his date because they go off to, you know, the fireworks at the you end. see the fireworks? And it, it is funny because he's like, Yumiki, is that by chance the reason you got separated? Basically saying, you have to take a crap. Is that why? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. How romantic. Right. There they go. Romantic. And it, even with that, like you see, you don't see the full, but it does look like they're holding hands as well or getting very close to it. So it's nice. And it's just fun. It's there just a goofy, funny chapter. 
of high school family, which we hated at the beginning. Uh, I've come to kind of love. <laughs> I have. And uh, with that, I'm going nine out of ten. Oh, yeah, you know. absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's it's really good. And again, it rewards you if you have been following. But mm-hmm. if I, I don't know, I guess if you went to this like this was your first jumping on point, you wouldn't quite get what's going on. Mm. But. I don't know. You can have fun because Gomez looks like he is going to eat them fish. I think it's He's rewarding. For, yeah, it's rewarding for the long term readers. But like, I think there's enough here. I was laughing out loud. Like, a couple yeah, of I times. was too. You know, and just I just laughed. Just the situations are just and the concepts are just so. But like, there's stuff like you know the the public restrooms. Like that's funny, and then even like the the iPad scene. And that's all just out of this chapter. So like, there's enough here that's funny by itself. The obsessed kid. Who loves the mom, right? (laughs) And then he, like, it gets so ridiculous. I'm telling you, the idea that Suzuki walks off and sees the guy who was trying to kidnap Ichiro a couple chapters back, like, what are you doing here? And it's just goofy, but everybody's there. They say Mm -hmm. it, so it makes sense. Poor fanboy. He thought he was going to have a fun time. He started crying. He he looks a little old to be crying like that, but that was okay. He's the fanboy. I don't want to get canceled. Uh, So we're going to go to the next chapter. And the next chapter is another one that we've really been enjoying. And and this is a strong chapter with another. What is this? The chapter uh, segments with the color pages. Oh, right. Because what is it? Yes, this is Undead Unlock. And now I will say not. I don't like the color page for this one as much. Like crazy talk that you like the color page for for fucking the high school family more than Undead Unlock. That's crazy. But this is. This is chapter. You almost 70. cursed. It was so crazy. <laughs> Holy moly! Oh, yeah, geez, this Louise. is okay. It, it's it doesn't do much. This, In chapter seventy three. That's fine by me. I suppose the color page is fine by us too, Jim. Oh, yeah, geez. I guess it's fine. It's not great, like you said. But remember, the last chapter ended with Fuko. In that crazy The Great Escape, where she ends up out the blowhole of the orca yes. in the air. Remember what I told you? I was worried that she was going to start yapping and not give out oh. the info. Oh. I thought it was happening. Uh, she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, hey, Andy, it's like going on. Like, oh, Jason. But she does get right and, to the point here. Then she you know? doesn't. I, I'm Props. telling you, because we go the first two pages, I'm like, please, you got to go. Because, I mean, legitimately, she's getting thrown up in the air. She's going to start coming down. All the, you better get it. She does. And I remember I kept forgetting. And I said, I think it's, you know, Christmas Eve that, that they have that attack. And it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I was. At least right there and as well. Not that gives, that was something the deal. I was just afraid that I was wrong. She gives but. more details than even we were expecting. Because not just the date, but the whoever's going as and well. And it's good you know? because she goes down. And even like, hey, I'm in a Orca Uma's belly. It's impossible to track me. As for the members, she's just going. And she really is, you know, top notch here. I oh, mean, yeah. as a teammate. And as somebody who needs to get the info, she's a gem of that. Not a gem overall, but a gem to pretty much like she gets everything out. Mm -hmm. And then says, I'm sorry, I I, should have done better. And then there's where you have undead. Andy says, no, no, you did great. And then she's like, oh, my God, Andy, you know, thanks. You know, we could have a plan, all this stuff going on. Problem is, Andy ends up screwing up, but Andy actually gives us and her some very vital information. Oh, Spring. The big thing with spring, the Uma spring, is that it ends up turning people into cherry trees. And if you get hit by the the cherry blossom leaves, you turn into the tree. I want you tree see cars. Here? Oh my god, tree cars, everything. I mean, the oh, whole geez. the whole town is turning into trees, and there's a lot of and and again, it's kind of that cool idea. The more trees, the more leaves. The more leaves, the more trees. I mean, it's, it, it's going to be overwhelmed. 
And so they're they're trying to figure it out. But yeah, you end up having, you know, Foucault's trying to tell all that information as quickly as she can. She does mention, hey, there's this woman here. I don't know what you say. And that's somebody that Andy knows and says, oh, "Oh, by the way, I know you say. So what we have to do is you got to team up with her because her ability can get you through these leaves. If if not, you're going to get turned into a tree. This is all going to fail. So Andy right now is giving information that actually in my mind is even helping under because I don't they, they don't seem to know this. They don't seem to, you know, put this out there to tell her. But he says, you got to get a hold of this. You say, just say, you know, my name. She'll know and, and it'll be fine. Oh, what do you know her? Oh, yeah, friend. That's an understatement. I'm like, oh. what are you doing, Andy? Oh. And then basically says, yeah, it's like an ex-girlfriend. And that's when the transmission gets cut. The worst possible time. Yeah, because that just breaks, you know, Foucault's heart. Everybody <laughs> but Andy realizes this. And the gem of this book is Tatiana who just beats I mean they're all beating the crap out of Andy I mean he gets the crap kicked out of him and then Tatiana says don't you dare repair yourself because you should feel as bad as what you made her feel because he ends up like whoops and and says I it's weird this is the one thing didn't he slip cloth into you know clothes into mm. her deal but then says I didn't know that she had Clothes. It, mm. it was a weird deal. Like he, th- I don't know what he thought was going on, because he goes, "Oh, I didn't think that she ha- she had a transmission that could be cut off." Because what happens? Billy cuts it off. He cuts in, and then they talk trash. But at that moment, I mean, Foucault's like, "Oh my god, you know, he had a girlfriend. Uh, that's this girl here." But now I have to team up with her. But yeah, you have the trash talk about Billy's. Like, hey, not bad, but you're not going to get Foucault. We're not going to let you get her. We're going to take care of the spring. You guys are amateurs. You're not going to be doing that. And then, you know, Andy just says, we got some good intel from Foucault, and we're going to get her. You know, it just goes back and forth mm-hmm. of what they're going to do. But you have some really good big pages. I uh, love Bring it on. Yeah, bring it on. So when cool. Andy's like, bring it on. And you, you see him. He's holding that communicator, mm-hmm. yelling at Billy. And uh, that's when you end up having Billy say, Tila, you know, cut the call. And they do cut it. And then he says, you know, pretty much luck, Foucault up. You know, don't let unluck get out for anything now. Leave her alone until that day. And it seems like that's a bit to go mm. uh, with that. And you go back to Andy and the crew, and this is kind of a funny deal with it. You know, th- he goes down like, hey, listen, this is who we're going to face. It's going to be tough, Tila, Rip, Creed. You know, even with the idea of Billy, you say. And he's like, I can't do this alone. I need your help. I'm asking you guys to put your life on the line. Tatiana, again, Jem, punches the crap out of him, launches him because she says, but you, you were going to do this alone? What are, you, what are you thinking? Yeah, of course we're with you, you oh. jerk. And this is where yeah, Tatiana says, I may not be undead like you, and I could die, whatever, but if it's for a friend, I'm risking my life. I'm not even questioning that Jem. She's the gem of this book. She Absolutely. really is. And one of the gems of the week. And, um, yeah, you end up the boss. I like the boss comes in. It's like, hey, uh, Tatiana, c- calm down. She's like, oh, my God, the boss, y- your arm looks better. <laughs> the arm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, this is going to be trouble. And, yeah, don't get mad at Andy, you know, all this stuff, because we're all going to go. He just wanted you to reaffirm that you were ready to go mm. and basically sets us up as, all right, we're done talking to them. And that's Andy loves that. He's like, you know. Yeah, none of this crap anymore. We're not negotiating. We're not going to try to figure out what Billy's up to at this moment. It's it's attack time. We got to get together and we got to fight. 
and you do end up having a really, really awesome that end page, page right? spreads. It's so great. cool. And I love too where it's like we're gonna spring Adam oh. and settle the score. And Wordplay. The, I'll, I'll tell you that the idea of it, if you go down the line of each group, which you do, you sit there, it's like, okay, you got them, them, them. I mean, under, they're pretty tough, but you, you still have the fun little, you know, idol girl mm-hmm. and the girl in that, like, pretty much that stuffed animal costume. But they, they look like they're ready to kick just complete butt, mm-hmm. right? But and the union, like, you know, we've the got union Shen. of their family. That you know, they, is they the have thing. the power of family. Yeah. That's what they have. And I think that that's why you got that reaffirmation deal, because the undergroup, they, they don't get along. They yeah. beat each other up. They they end up, you know, hating each other. And this is just what they do. And that's where I think their downfall will be. Their downfall mm-hmm. will be the idea that they they aren't friends. They're not family. But, yeah, you end up seeing, you know, Andy and, and that crew, they're, they're friends. And they well, love each other. Do you think this is going to be like this was your crystal ball? Do you think they're going to fight each other and then they're going to end up being friends and then team it up. Oh, I don't. I, oh. I, I have a feeling that Billy something like he could, but, but some of these, I just think that now think Billy's that, making this out alive. Well, I don't know. I don't. He's already kind of have zombie already. Here's, here's my deal. They, they're going to go after spring, but then they have to fight God. You know, you're going to need ticket. some team up. And I yeah, think that yeah. at the one point you might get, I don't think they're going to be friends. I think some of them would be, but I don't think everybody's going to be like, oh, man, yeah, we're best friends. High five. I think that they're going to have to work with each other. The enemy of my enemy. Yeah, and I think that that would be a cool deal to see how they do end up interacting and and whatnot. But I think first off with this is Andy and the crew, they really just want to go save Fuko. And then in the meantime, maybe we can take down Spring. But I could see the idea where, you know, under – takes fuko tries to use her andy shows up and everybody they save fuko you get this you know other girl quote-unquote ex-girlfriend and they do take down spring all together so that would be cool but what would you give this chapter i go 8.5 i'm going 8.5 i think it's really good we are we are like right on the money me and you we are right on the it's because oh you were on goodness. the holiday. Plus, I'm Jeez. real tired. Maybe I know. that's it. When I, when I get tired, then I realize, wait a minute, I'm just like Luke, but I might oh, fall asleep. Problems. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? Like, for, for what this chapter, like, this chapter was just a, a lot of talking, uh, you know, with, with Foucault. But, like, there's and those some... chapters are hard to talk through on but a podcast, was, too, yes. because you, you just, what are you going to talk about? But, yeah, but it's all heads. good. There was nice character moments, and then even the cool splashes at the end. So, like, it was, I think it was a solid chapter. And think about the idea, just to make you sad. Oh, Fuko's going off, and she thinks Andy has this ex girlfriend, and now she's she's pretty much in solitary. Yeah, she's going off, so she's got to wait until December twenty fourth to get out there. And she what type of Christmas present is that, Jim? It's not much of one. Luckily, though, they end up where at the one point. Like to Billy, hey, should we kill this cloth? And like, nah, I don't want to babysit. So at least she has somebody to talk to. She's going to talk mm. to him. And at least she has clothes. Yeah, yeah, she's got clothes, a little watch. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go to the last chapter of the section. And it's a book that, you know, Luke Hollywood, he's, he can't stop talking about this oh one at the rec center. Goodness. Everybody's like, why is he talking to me at the rec center? They don't want to talk to you. But it is what? Oh. Yeah, this is Hunter's Guild Red Hood, Chapter 5, Smoke Signal. Yeah. 
I this actually wrote that down that because finally gets the ball rolling. It was funny. I, the The chapter name was at the end. I I didn't know if you were going to write it down, so <laughs> I wrote it down. It does. This is my favorite chapter of this so far. It is. I'm I'm coming around. I there like I like Cinderella, the yes. witch, and this giant werewolf that came into town with a few days to thrill. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? And basically wants to find his sons, quote unquote sons. Uh-oh. Uh, and he finds out that they're dead and then gets mad, but not too mad. He ends up pretty much, they both of them, this big werewolf and Cinderella. 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 <laughs> she, they, they end up where they see Grimm and they, they freak out. I mean, this is oh. where it's like, okay, we came to find this. This village seems kind of like it is important. You do a have by the end Grimm saying, you know, why did you guys come here? These are pretty big to-dos. I mean, mm. she spells it out. This is not. And even the idea where they're saying, like, this this werewolf is like the Empire State Building. I mean, he's humongous. Mm-hmm. And he's come for these two, you know, nothings. I mean, you. I hate to say it. I don't know if werewolves out there are going to cancel me for it. But oh. Grimm even said, like, they were nothing. Why would you two? And she realizes that it's it's not. It's more for Valu the hamlet somehow and that axe mm. that they must be after i said all along though i've said it for two three chapters even this is only the fifth chapter i said at one point for them to leave here something has to happen to the village the village has to be destroyed are all the people going to get killed i thought that was what they even said at the end of last chapter you get them scattered that's nice enough they end up bailing because this this village gets destroyed right they end mm-hmm. up you know being but you had to do that and in this, that's what I thought I needed or wanted. I also, I wanted them to get on the move, and you want them to get to the hunter's school. Yeah, It looks like we're getting all that coming ding, up. Ding, ding, That's what's good about it. And and also, fully may not be the greatest, but oh. you do get another weapon. You yes. like the weapons, right? I love so, tools. So, yeah. So, basically, they see Grimm, and, like, it's attack time. They all go and attack as she's yelling to Valu. Get everybody out of here. You got to get him out of here. You run. He doesn't. He's just, I mean, everybody seems to be gawking at one point. I mean, it is pretty impressive to look at, I suppose. It's crazy. Even at the one point, they're trying to hide a little, and you end up having this huge werewolf take a swipe and try to hit Grimm, and actually does hit Grimm at one point, Mm. and just almost causes a tornado. The wind. Yeah, the wind from Mm. the swipe, but also shows that Grimm, pretty tough. Ends mm-hmm. up getting just bashed, but does not go down. Now, with that, there's a couple things going on. You end up having the big werewolf start sniffing at Grimm, like, oh, well, you haven't taken a shower in a while, but I don't <laughs> smell the werewolves on you. Oh. And I like this idea. It's kind of a cool little thing then, because you have Valu there, and he smells the, he, so, he smells their souls, saying that when you kill a werewolf, the souls, as they're leaving, Kind of leave that like residual deal on you, mm. so he's able. He's like, "Oh, you're the one that killed him. Like, look at you. Like, way to go there, pal." And and actually is impressed, right? And so he saying, respects, yeah, that, you know. And and even with the idea that where he is attacking, and Valu grabs he grabs a hoe, and and I do mean the implement, <laughs> right? He's, he's about <laughs> swinging some hose. He's he about grabs to a hose. Oh, he's geez. like, "This is time for a hose." And he's like, "I'm going to take you down." The werewolf laughs so hard that I swear to God he might cause a tornado with the laugh there with it, but says, kind of like you. 
I kind of like that Moxie. You like the, the idea. Yeah, and he's like, you know, I came to get, you know, revenge or whatnot. But, yeah, you know, you're stepping up. You're there. I'm not going to eat you right now. I'm going to let you go. But I eventually will fight. I need you to get stronger. I want it to be a fair fight because I think that this would be something that would be for the ages. So you go up. Oh. You become better. I'll be back. And we'll fight. So all this is going on, but there's the big thing that me and you have been waiting for, and we want it so bad, where you end up having, you know, Grimm say, but also even Cinderella and the werewolf, the idea that her spell, her spell is wearing off. Uh-oh. We're like, oh, it's going to be little Grimm. This is going to be great. The thing is, by the end, it's seemingly you get little Grimm, but nobody reacts to it. <laughs> so I need to see somebody react more to little Grimm because little Grimm is awesome. Uh, the best, though, Cinderella by the end is like, hey, uh, uh, do we have to leave now? Like, I didn't get to do crap. I'm bored. What? And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Burn it all down. And it's pretty bad. But right. Mm. The idea that it's just like, OK. And then that's where you end up. He says, then let me ask you to light a final final bonfire. Cinderella, the ashen witch. She's she's cute as a button. This oh, girl. my goodness. But she's evil. And ends up going upside down chrysanthemums upside down. I like that, like it that just that page of like, and it's like spark. It's almost like it. It doesn't look like it looks like just little sparklers, but then of course it all just goes boom, you know. Yeah. And and in a way that it does look like it's like cinders that yes, go off and then start the fires, oh. right? And I I even like this with the werewolf says a signal pyre. For my sons on their journey to Valhalla, they at least deserve that final gesture for falling in glorious battle. And yeah, that first one, not the real glorious, but we'll go with it. And the, yeah, but the whole town, it's on fire. And you even have a point where Baloo tries to run in to either save people or try to put out the fire or whatnot. He gets stopped and they're like, you can't do that. You can't go in. You're going to die. You know, and they're all running to the lake. They're all going to, you know, when you say jump in a lake, that's what they're really doing here because everything's <laughs> on fire. And yeah, you end up where that's where Grimm says, why did you come out here in person to check on a pair of minor flunkies? And she realizes that acts the boy werewolves. Something is up in this Hamlet oh. and uh, says, what are you two really after? And you have Cinderella just sitting there and it's like, well, now that yes, like you know, we don't like you and everything you're about. So tell them the red list is on the move again. And, and again, what? Where did where did this stuff come from? This know, is right? good, right? The other thing of fighting those two stupid werewolves for four chapters to then get to this, where all of a sudden you're just throwing cool things at us. Mm-hmm. The and world like, this is cool. We're yeah. all over. Yeah, let's and, get going. And says, you know, you can hunt and kill as many of us as you want. And also showing that werewolf and which teaming up is pretty cool as well mm. and saying you know we're gonna outlive you we will there, there's gonna be too many of us for you humans to handle mm-hmm. and we're gonna and at that point though you see the village they're in you know canoes getting got away the, kayaks going. the whole the whole mountain's on fire now oh. i mean there is no coming back here and so everybody's leaving everybody scatters and some people are missing presumably dead including that guy who was the guy who was ringing the bell to save everyone at the beginning, yeah, you know, and that was, a, you know, that's a shame. And even that, it looks like they're even like maybe making makeshift graves and things already. It's bad. Mm. And with that, it's little grim, but you little don't really, grim. you don't really get a mention. And I like little grim here who just says, I failed. Th- this was an utter failure. And I, she's like, always on the job, you know, but, but she admits here that they don't goof. 
Yeah, and she even says, I'll return the money. Like, the contract's no good. I mm. got to return this money. And this is where you have Lou. He's like, forget it. There's no village, you know. Kasaka village is no more. Everybody's scattered. They're running. They're missing. Everything's gone out. And then you do have her say, and I get, remember before when we were saying, like, they didn't have enough money to get anybody else. Maybe they'll give them a, a, a bonus type deal. We said, a, you know, a little deal. But she does say, I'll call for a new hunter and reinforcements. Uh, once the search for the missing is done, I'll leave. So maybe they're going to use that money. I don't know what they're going to do, stand over a, you know, a pile of ash, but that's the big thing. This is mm. the big moment, and this is something that should not take till Chapter 5. It like, really if, shouldn't. If you look at it, this, uh, Chapter 5, this could be lining up for this is the end of the volume, like the first volume, where yeah, this should have been the end well. of the first chapter. Yeah, you know? and, and seriously, listen, you have that first chapter, oversized chapter, that should have been all the fighting of those two, you know, lame. Where and at you the did end, not like those at the, no, they they did nothing. They were just, <laughs> the one just ended up getting killed. He was just gone. Why didn't you end the first oversized chapter with this giant werewolf and the witch come in, and then this should be the end of either, you know, the second, third chapter. You know, by chapter three, this should be us. We're going off to the hunters' guild. Now it's chapter five, like you said, the end of a volume, and that is that's not played out well. That the pacing was off in this first volume, but now we're here. Yeah, who cares? I'm in. Oh yeah, because he's he's pissed. And again, with that village being destroyed, I said you needed that because he's never going to leave the village. He says I'm going to be there, but not only that. Now, now he's pissed. Like before, he wanted to kill the werewolves and things like that, but now he failed. And they did it, and also a witch, and also the like. He is mad, Out and he blood. says, "That's the catalyst." Yeah, yeah, this is it. And he says, "Take me with you. I have to go. Take me to the Hunters Guild." As he's wiping the tears away, I, I, I wish that that could have been a better panel. Actually, now that I think of it, like you end up, uh, you know, kind of obscuring it with the deal, but it's good. I like it's it. Good. The I hand like the looks art. a little bony, but yeah, I, I like yeah, it. yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? He's, yeah. an old, he's got old hands. He's got old hands. Uh, and, and so we should start off with the idea, maybe next chapter as oh. they walk, right? Maybe a yellow brick road. I don't know. But maybe. They're going to go off. And maybe we'll get some more of the, hey, this is a spell we do. I'm a little grim again little when I come grim. in. You know, when we got a fight, we do this. And we may end up being able to see, you know, little Velu and big Velu. Like, I'd oh. like to see, like, almost like He-Man Velu. That'd be mm. really with awesome. But... I have a feeling that with the axe, it's going to do something where he won't become that big or he won't need to. The axe is pretty cool by itself. Mm, And I I don't necessarily need him to transform. And I think that I went little grim. I went little grim doing little grim stuff. Big grim's fine, but big grim failed. So let's get the little grim. And uh, yeah, this is my favorite chapter of the book. This is this is me now saying, all right, I'm in. Let's go. I hope that with that, I really am scared of. We're going to take five chapters to get to the Hunter's Guild now. Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. No, let's get there. Let's start seeing weapons that you like. I want to see trainings. I want to see what we're up against. I, I want, want to see, see more all hunters. these things. Yeah. I want to see, see all these. Because this is the guild in the Hunter's Guild, but also they really did kind of spell out they're the werewolf. I want to see what, what's the vampire people yeah. doing and what are the, the, the what's creatures the from the Black Lagoon? The mummies, right? Yeah. And, and have the, a squad go out. All. That's cool. Yeah, I'm in. And even with that, the art, a little wonky at points. When, when you get fights in this, it still gets a little wonky. But I realize if you have only two people fighting, 
you can just go with the flow. Okay, that's when the werewolf hit Grim. Okay, she hit there. There was one point where they're like, oh, my God, you survived. I didn't even know what had happened to her, but it's good enough. Uh, what what would you give it? I'll go 8.8. Yeah, uh, I'm going. I'm going to go eight point eight as well. Nice. Right with you. We are. I almost sync. could go to a nine. Oh my almost goodness! Almost a nine. I that's that's how much I liked it. But you're spot I don't on. want to get too crazy. You want to save it. the good stuff for what's coming. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't want to get too crazy because this, this is, is my favorite chapter. Right? Like this is definitely the best chapter that we've had. You know what I mean? And but there's I, still room for improvement. Still room for improvement, right? Uh, and I think, like you know, there's like a lot of intrigue here in the setup with Cinderella's and the big wolf man, and then like you know the red, the red list. Like there's like, all this stuff, and you're like, where was this all along? That's, yeah, it's we go, true, Why wasn't right? this in chapter three? You know, know what it. I mean? And what I like about it too is now we have Cinderella. And Big Wolf and the Red List. So we have that big, big villain mm. at the top. We can fight our way up to it now. Yeah, we can make our way Before. up the ranks. That I don't mind. When we start off with those two lame werewolves <laughs> and you don't know what's up, you think like, I was just getting bored with them. Now It drags on and on. Yeah, now you're fighting towards something. And, and that is cool. Yeah, that mm. is cool. This chapter does a lot. And I, I, in my mind, it is the end of the first volume, right? That they're going to end up having that where it's like, hey, take me to the Hunters Guild. You're like, what? But that gets you to go to the next volume. Well, I'm, just, I'm worried. I, I hope that they didn't like kind of stretch it out too long here. You know, because five chapters, like that's a month. Like a month and change. That's, so what you're saying is this could end up like a uh, Dragon Balls parade where you, you take know, too damn that, long yeah, I'm to hoping get going. Yeah, I don't want to. If we if we get the the hunters guild now and it's all shoved in in the space of like two chapters and it's all rushed, I'll be worried. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't need that. I want to have fun. I want to see that sort of thing, right? So we'll go with that. But that's the end of the first section of books. And with that, we're going to go to the lightning round, a little Hollywood lightning round. He's back, baby. Wow! And what you're going to be doing? uh, Two big books, right? Mm What uh, are they? Like? I will have the My Hero Academias and the Jujutsu Kaisens back at it again. Yep, oh, back my at goodness. it again. Yeah, I didn't catch up, by the way. So there we go. It's lightning <laughs> round. Maybe someday, but we'll see. But uh, now to Luke Hollywood's lightning round. What's up, manga fans? Now it's time for another Luke's lightning round. Back at it again. It's been a while, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. We had some crazy vacation shenanigans. Uh, we had some crazy Olympic break shenanigans, and we had some crazy me falling asleep and not being able to do extra recording shenanigans. So, some wild times this last couple of weeks. But we are back at it again, and what a time to be back at it again. And uh, big, big stuff happening this week. I'm glad that we are back in action here because we have some big chapters to cover, a lot of big stuff happening, some big ticket items, and it's going to be big fun. Oh my goodness. So we're going to get right down to it, and we'll kick things off with the cover and the lead color pages this week, which goes to My Hero Academia, uh, the lead cover page celebrating the upcoming third movie, My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission, uh, coming out soon in theaters near you in Japan, I assume. (laughs) Oh, I well, hopefully. I I don't know if theaters are still open. I I imagine, yeah, I don't know. They well, they, they they were able to get Demon Slayer going, so I imagine they'll get something going for this. Make sure everybody stays socially distant when they're getting their popcorn. You know how it is, Jeez Louise. 
But I will say I'm not crazy about this. Uh, I'm not crazy about this cover page. If I'm being brutally honest, I don't want to kick things off with a downer. But uh, I'm not crazy about it. It's got a. Uh, it's got Deku, and it's got this new dude from the movie. Funny, uh, funny clothes man with his pet bird and his clown shoes. I'm not crazy about him. And Deku is wearing his new uh, stealth outfit, all black and and glowy neon green, like he's ready for the club. Remember the club, everybody? Oh, jeez, those were the days. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not crazy about it. But it, it turns out, never mind about the cover, because the real meat and cheese here is going on in the actual lead color pages for the chapter itself. Because let me tell you, those lead color pages, color pages celebrating or commemorating the seventh anniversary of the My Hero Academia series. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's been that long. But this color page might be one of my favorite spreads that we've ever had in all of those seven years combined. Oh wow, it is a, a giant mecha, all might, giant mecha might, as they might say. It is the big might and rusty going on here. <laughs> Old people cartoons. Oh, Jim probably doesn't even watch that one. Uh, it's Pacific Rim Plus Ultra Edition is what it is, everybody. Oh my goodness, it's uh, very exciting. I do like. I love all the robots and all the mech detailing here. You can tell even just like with this head that uh, that Kohei Horikoshi, the mangaka, had a had an absolute blast drawing all this. And it's also it's fitting as well. It's cool, but it's fitting because on this lead color page we do have all of Class One A here. Uh, doing their robot business and it's fitting because they are all in this very chapter here this is chapter 321 from class a to one for all and this is all about 1a this is continuing the 1a rescue mission they are all out here trying to save their classmate dark deku and maybe give him a bar of soap because it looks like that boy needs a wash. Oh jeez, it's getting a little bit getting a little bit smelly up in here. Oh no. But they are all out here and they're all trying to convince Midoriya that he doesn't have to go it alone, that he doesn't have to shoulder res the responsibilities all by himself, because that is what friends are for. You know, this is the power of friendship on full display here. You love to see it. This is absolutely what's going on. And everybody even gets a little bit of time to shine. Even like last week, they had times to shine. But even this week, this chapter, they're all having their little moments. Even even Mineta comes in where maybe <laughs> maybe a confession. I don't know. It's like crazy, crazy stuff was happening. I Mineta was trending on the Twitters and uh, this weekend. You don't see that every day of the week, and it was pretty wild. So I mean, there you go. There, that's what happens. Um, but everybody's getting into it, you know. They're all talking about just how swell a chap Midori is and how he really needs to take a shower right about now because he's getting pretty smelly. But it's all of the, the, the 1A gang all teaming up and using their own quirks. And that's what I really like. It's because we've seen now that Midoriya, he's pretty strong. He's got all, of all these one-for-all abilities, all these quirks that have been passed down and powered up through the through the quirk lineage but now that we see that the 1a class they can they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe, you know with their powers combined along with the power of friendship they can go toe-to-toe -to -toe and they can stand up and they can catch up to Midoriya because Midoriya he's not hanging around he doesn't want to deal with any of this nonsense 
But the gang is not going to give up that easy. And it comes down to the MVP. It comes down to the MVP to catch up the only one fast enough. The fastest man alive. Watch out, Barry Allen. Here comes Tenya Eda, my boy Ingenium, back at it again. The class president is here. And he, it makes sense that he's the one. You know, he's the one that, that sticks it all out on the line. And he's the one that catches up to Dark Deku. And even then, with Dark Deku kind of still refusing, still turning away, that is when Eda drops an absolute banger of a line, ladies and gentlemen. Because he says to his friend Midoriya, giving you help that's not asked for is what makes a true hero. And that is a quote, and that is quoted directly from what Midoriya said to him way back in the day in the Stain incident. Oh my goodness, blast from the past. And that was very much a similar position. You know, back in the day, Ida was kind of, he was so focused on the mission that he, he couldn't see the reality around him, which is exactly what Dark Deku is like. He's so focused on the mission, he doesn't even know what a bar of soap is. That's how, you know, in the zone he is right now. It's crazy. So I like, I really like turning the tables there. You know, that was very powerful stuff. That final two, like the final two pages, uh, absolutely beautiful. And that's when we get the, the chapter title drop as well of the chapter 321 from class A to one for all. So boom, just that, that moment, that kind of crescendo moment. Oh, oh, music to my ears, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. Delightful. And it's very satisfying. Very cool chapter, no doubt about it. If this, if this actually ends up being the end of Dark Deku and the Dark Deku saga, I must say that I've been loving it. I've been, I, I, I've been loving these last couple of chapters. I've been kind of hit and miss, uh, up until recently with this most recent arc on My Hero Academia. It's had some swings and roundabouts, if we're being brutally honest. But this Dark Deku saga, I know it hasn't been everybody's cup of tea. But it's certainly it's certainly been mine. I've been sipping this tea absolutely. I, I I like some tea going on here. I'm drinking this tea and I love it. If this is the crescendo moment, what well, I mean, what a what a lovely wrap up. My boy Eda blasted in to save the day with his speed boost. You love to see it, and I really did enjoy it. I could go high. I could go nine point five high. That's how high I could go. I mean, big feels with Eda and with Midoriya, and then. Couple that with all the Class A teaming up power friendship action. And couple that with the crispy color page to kick things off. I mean, it's a, it's a solid package this week. I'm very happy. So, great stuff all together. Uh, 9.5. Bada big. And next up with the triumphant return, ladies and gentlemen. After a little a little under two months break away from Jujutsu Kaisen Land, we are back at it again. In Jujutsu Kaisen, chapter 153, Underground Fight Club. And that's fitting because that is exactly what it says on the tin. And that is exactly what we get here. An Underground Fight Club shenanigans. As this is all about Itadori and Fushigiro. You remember those two? It's been a while. But they're back at it again. And they're about to enter the ring in this illegal Underground Fight Club. Because it turns out this is the only way that they can get to the elusive third year Hakiri. And this Hakiri dude, like, way, way back, if you've been reading Jujutsu Kaisen for a while now, you you remember this guy's been mentioned from way, way back. We're talking, like, volume two status. And and everybody's kind of been bringing up, oh, what's going on with his suspended third year? What's his deal? And apparently this is what Fushigiro says as well. Okatsu Senpai uh, says Hakiri is stronger than him. 
So this so this Hikiri dude is clearly no joke. And we don't know what his cursed technique is, but we do know that Okatsu, Yuta Okatsu, he's pretty strong. You know, he's 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 pretty pretty powerful. So if this guy is stronger than him, and he's suspended from school shenanigans, like what is going on here? And he's hanging around in an underground fight club. So clearly, yeah, I mean he must mean some element of business here. There's there's stuff going on. And that's why they kinda have to infiltrate, go undercover. And start the fight clubs. The first rule about the fight clubs is that you gotta you gotta make some soap and then you gotta give it to Midori. You see it all it all ties in at the end of the day. Oh my goodness. But that is why here Isadori and Fushigiro they're going undercover. I like uh, this is a really nice moment. Like these two teaming up. It's been a while since we've had just these two uh you know, getting stuff done here. And uh, like way back in the Shibuya incident was the last time we had just had these two by themselves. I uh, it, it evokes Kind of Gone and Killua vibes uh, of Hunter Hunter fame. Gone and Killua. You know, the way that they're, they're handling business here. You have one guy doing the thinkings. That's Fushiguro. And then you have one guy doing the punchings. That's uh, that's either Dory. So I do like that, like similar vibes going here. Because it is it's Fushiguro going detective mode behind the scenes trying to figure out what's going on. Trying to get closer to Hikiri. But meanwhile, it's either Dory in the ring and he's racking up the victories as that is the best way to get the attention of Hakiri as he's acting as the bookie and he's in charge and if he wins enough of the unscripted fights Hakiri will write a scripted fight for him so that's how he's going to get his audience with Hakiri and as even so we see at the end Hakiri he's impressed with Itadori's ability we do see as well a little guest appearance from somebody else a familiar face which I did enjoy seeing uh, his fluffy face again oh yes indeed but Hikiri is impressed with Itadori's fighting prowess and he's gonna write him a real doozy of a scripted fight and then we also do see as well hanging out with Hikiri is another a girl third year Kiara Hoshi and that was a surprise to me I didn't know that there was two third years uh, and, and a girl as well so that was a crazy exciting time so here we go more twists already and Hikiri getting pumped up here he says I haven't been this on edge since the day of my old girlfriend and maxed out credit cards. Oh my goodness. And Kiara doesn't like the sound of that. So maybe they got something going on there, couple. So, oh my goodness. Layers already. And, and it's only just back. And there's already layers. Oh my goodness. But yeah, really uh, good stuff here. I And interesting little personality already coming out for Hikiri H- here. Uh, so I'm, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely liking what I'm seeing. I'm so glad to have Jujutsu Kaisen back at it again. It's been a very long two months. I mean, I was missing it. I was missing like because it gets a good buzz every week when it drops. There's always a good buzz for Jujutsu Kaisen. And I'm so happy. Like, firing on all cylinders, Gegi Akitami here, the manga, back at it again. And I mean, the art, beautiful. And everything just seems to be back on track. I love to see it. And uh, I hope they had a, a, a great long rest and recharged all those batteries. And I, I like it now because we're going into Fight Club and that seems like serious business, but it will be sidetracked. But it'll be a sidestep before we get into the really serious business, which is going to be the, the culling game, of course. So having this kind of little fun kind of one-off couple of chapters and getting uh, Hakiri, Hakiri, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, Hakiri into the team uh, before things get down to business for for the culling game. Shibuya Incident 2.0. I, I say it's going to be big stuff. 
Uh, but I like building it up, you know. And clearly, he's and clearly, Gege Akitami is setting up a lot of big stuff here. So I'm very excited, very happy to have Jujutsu Kaisen back in my life once again. I'm enjoying it every week, and maybe now that it's back as well, you know, maybe this is a good time for for Jim, you know, spur Jim on, and maybe he can catch up and get up to date on it as well. Uh, unlikely as that may be, but I, I mean, what are we if not big dreamers? Here on the Weird Science Maggie podcast. And what else is Jim doing? It's not like he's not doing a million one podcasts already. Jeez Louise. Oh my goodness. But I can go high on this one too. I'll go 9 out of 10. I mean big big high scores. I think a very strong. Uh, a very strong comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Because it was only gone for two months. Jeez. But uh, yeah. Glad to have Jujutsu Kaisen back in my life. 9 out of 10. Bad a big. So that was Luke's lightning round this week. We had a big anniversary and a big return to the pages of jump and some big scores to accompany them big returns and big smiles all around. Oh my goodness. So now it is time to go back to the big main show. Alright, and that was Luke's lightning round. Cha-ching. It's back. See, we wow. gotta get back in the flow. We're trying to, you know, ease our way back after the holiday season. Oh. Uh, I, you were Rip Van Winkle as well, falling asleep. But, you know, I'll keep <laughs> talking about them. We're, we're going to start, though, uh, and we're going to do two books to end things. Two books that me and you have really liked. Big books. One book that I think, well, me and Clay talked about last chapter Uh-oh. of Blue Box uh, when you were sleeping. Mm. We ended up doing that if you wanted to hear that again. That was on last week's patreon picks of the week so we ended up doing that not having a regular show but with that at one point me and you talked about blue box in a way that we were giving it props for being very consistent but also saying that it rarely has been our book of the week even though we like it we we rarely have a down chapter but we said it's never a 10 but it's never a six right Mm. it's very solid. solid it goes we usually get things that we like but it never pushes it yeah, that might end this week. I, I think that right now, not having read everything for our Friday show, this is easily my book of tonight. The, oh, easily. Absolutely. And I think it's going to be my book of the week. I it really has, do. Uh, it, anybody has got a tough act to follow. Anybody's going to top it this. Is. And anybody trying to beat Hina out as gem of the week. Oh, I, impossible. I, I don't think it can happen. Impossible. And, there are people that we talk to who don't like this book. If I see anybody talking <laughs> crap on Hina, they're in big trouble. Y- you think Moy got pissed off and oh, punched geez. that wall before? You'll see me. You're going to be an punching ogre. trees, too. I'm going to oh. punch everything. I'm going to be the werewolf and the ogre combined oh, because my goodness. she is awesome. And this chapter, again, it gives what you got upset. You wanted mm. to say you're going to yeah. speak your piece here. Clay's <laughs> listening, Clay. He's pissed at me and you Listen. because when we talked about the aquarium, you know, chapter last week. Now he's also pissed because we didn't talk enough of the hard boiled cop and dolphin. Exactly. When we talked. But th- th- how funny it would have been if the dolphin would have been at the aquarium. That would have been hilarious. Like me and Roboco kind of guest appearance here. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So. The thing, though, you were really down on that chapter last week, right? Well, I'm just saying, okay? Like, you know, I'm just saying that it was good. And, like, shout out to Clay. I appreciate him, you know, jumping in and all that. But you were wrong because there was was no (laughs) shenanigans in the aquarium. If we had this aquarium built up the whole time and then at the end of it, what do we get? We get... Cute little emoji for Chinatsu. That's it. That's That's all the payoff. That's it. 
telling you, I said when I was talking, I, I hope you were giggling when oh, all geez. of a sudden she's laying on the emojis like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> this is a real pain in the ass. It's weird that you don't get that emoji here either. No like, emojis. I thought this would be something that you get. the mascot on the, on the bag, though. Did you yeah, see that? you do. Yeah. Remember at one point he wanted to punch the mascot? He's pissed. Uh, <laughs> you end up, though, with all of this going on. I like that chapter at the aquarium for just being a nice, wholesome chapter. Mm. And I think you're upset because your stupid mind movies that you got going on. You're, <laughs> you're, you thought it was going to be spy games. I wanted, should I, yeah, I wanted the heater and glasses to be like wearing the thick Following trench coats. Up. But Following. again, don't we get that in this chapter? Oh, don't we little, get ooh. that? So if we got it at the aquarium, I don't think it would have worked this chapter. And go. we get at the end here, you don't know. Whether you have to hug Hina, if you got to slap her high five, oh. or you know maybe ask her on a date, I don't oh know. My because also in this, I think that you're seeing, and most people are going to focus fully. And and again, I didn't read the comments for this, but I'm sure that most people are really going to focus on Hina being upset at the end. I'm still not convinced that's the case, but I think it is. But mm. still, the big thing to watch here is glasses. Koi, you know Taiki's friend. He is up to no good. He's always the also, one to watch. He he ends up where there's very subtle points where he's the guy almost like a fly on the wall, but it, almost evil. And mm-hmm. I think he's up to no good, but I think that he likes Hina full out oh. and, and is showing that throughout here. And that's something that I'm interested in as well, because... If Hina goes out with glasses, there's no, there's, there's nothing right in this world. That is, that's she the worst. deserves so much better <laughs> than glasses. <laughs> I mean, glasses, really? Like the whole oh. deal. Now, remember the idea. This is also going to show you through this chapter of how much of friends and how they have been, because never was spelled out completely. Where at the beginning we were confused a bit. We were guessing they were longtime friends, but we didn't know. This really starts to really give you it's like a world building character wise you end up seeing that they have been really good friends for a really long time and that's kind of an interesting play here as taiki is you know obsessed with chinatsu hina's there in plain sight this whole time but they're all getting to be that age that you know uh, they want to be more than friends and things like that so i think that it's a really cool deal but you, you end up forgetting about glasses he's gonna step it up here with the oh idea he's like hey you have fun at the aquarium and i love really i love that that little panel there where it shows everything that they did and a lot of it is doe-eyed you know in the in the headlights, the headlights. Oh, and geez. some of like even stuff that didn't go that great you know there's chinatsu taking that picture you yeah, know yeah. doing the emoji stuff like that but he loved it he's like that was mm. so great and i like the scene where he ends up it was great puts his head down Thank you so much. Koi's like, hey, glad to hear it. Very nice like <laughs> conversation, right? And the idea of this, it takes a weird turn of like, hey, uh, you know, and almost is this is is glasses talking like us? Is he us? And uh, is he he's saying, playing chess, everybody else playing he chess. He is. And and with that though, we keep complaining. Hey, this book just centers on Taiki. Mm-hmm. We only know what Taiki feels. We only go Taiki, Taiki. And and he uh, glasses says. I've been thinking, what would happen if we changed it up and we saw that she liked you? Oh. It's almost like the idea that, you know, writing this, saying, you know, the author saying, you know, have you guys thought of that? Like, have Switch you guys, it because, off. yeah, but they don't, but it does go like, and he freaks out, like, what? Like, oh my God. 
And then you end up having them meet eyes. And she starts laughing because he's got crap on his face. He's got, the guy rice he's got an mouth. eating problem. Oh, jeez. I mean, what is that? You're not going to get the dates, Tyke. You got crap all over. But I like also that he's eating because his mom didn't make that. He got up late. All these things going on. But it also, again, almost like earlier when we had Takadano, who's just the greatest guy ever. I do like when we end up seeing Taiki take his meal and thanks him. Thanks for the meal. He's <laughs> saying that to the lunch lady. It was very nice. And, you know, talking about who's the, the big school coming. A lot of things are thrown out here and like, mm-hmm. oh, this Sajikawa is the big badminton school. I, I wouldn't be proud of that, but that, <laughs> that's what they say. So you have this like, that's the big deal. That's nice to just give you. The You know, it's almost like we just said earlier with the whole Hunters Guild. Hey, mm. we now have the villain. The villain that is these guys. The it's set yeah. up. Hey, we're going to fight them. They're really good. whatnot. And then in the middle of this, which I, I'm telling you, if, if it goes one more page, I, I'm starting to get bored. I really <laughs> am because classes, we don't need them. No. Nina comes in like a force of nature and just comes in and starts yelling stuff. And it's so great with the idea like, Oh my God, what are you guys talking about? And and they say, well, we got to beat this big team or we don't go to nationals. And she's like, go for broke. She gets all fired up. I mean, she's insane there. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, what are you assuming we're going to lose? What's going on with you, Hina? Don't you have a championship tournament coming up? Shouldn't you be worried? I mean, how can you have a character that is so big headed <laughs> and boastful? But still and lovable? It's a gem. Oh, I mean, it is because goodness. she is nothing. But a gem. She says, who are you worrying about? I'm the great Hina Chono. <laughs> or did you forget? And then, like, your level of experience pales compared to mine. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. She's like, I don't care about this tournament. <laughs> really? I'm Hina. And then they're like, oh, my God, lemon what? They, they have a lot of asides here. Just to push the fact of this, you know, out of nowhere, a newspaper a person, a, a lady comes to interview Hina about this tournament. And Whoa. she, the biggest, like, again, the cutest thing ever boasts. She's like, and with that, if you'll excuse me, because that's the exclamation point <laughs> on what she just said. I'm the great Hina. What are you worrying about? And they're going to interview her. And she's like, all right. And then she's like, why? That sounds great about all these interviews and stuff like that. And then they're like, she scores a tenant smugness. And it's funny <laughs> because she is. I mean, she's over the top. I'm worried about her. I think that maybe something's going to throw her off, maybe Uh at the end. And the thing where she doesn't need to be distracted. And I hope that it's not like one of those things where they go to support her and Chinatsu and Taiki are sitting together in the crowd and it'll throw her off. I don't want that because I actually I'll tell you right now, just say she's doing arrhythmic gymnastics and falls. I will probably cry. I'm going to tell yeah. everybody right now. And you know, then I that, will shed tears because I probably, love her. That would because let's be honest, everybody's enamored with Hila. Hila is a gem, and if that happened, then people would kind of be like, "Well, this is all Chinatsu's fault yeah, now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's and Chinatsu done for me lately? You know, yeah, dear. It, I don't need that either. But with that, like you said, Hina, it, and it's it's done so well especially this chapter because at one point too when you do have hina show up she shows up because she has to give this paper taiki didn't fill it out right he's his head isn't in the game whatnot and says and again the idea at the end she's upset she knows that taiki likes chinatsu Mm -hmm. she's been trying to help this out she even says that 
you were in class just thinking about your date, saying you were sitting there googly-eyed, which he was. And he, I was not. Yes, you were. And then says, I hate that face. I don't Ooh. like seeing that face. Glasses ends up being very much front and center. He and you even have as, you know, Hina's in the foreground, she shaded off so that you know that he's looking. And he is definitely at a point you can go with. He's looking at Hina and realizes, where have you been all my life, baby? <laughs> like he is now falling in love. Or he realizes that she likes Taiki. I think, yeah, that I think he notices he is that. But really on as the case it here. goes on, he seems to become more and more enamored with her. Ooh. But still, I think that that goes hand in hand with both. Like maybe he does like her and then realizes, oh, my God, she likes Taiki. When mm. I don't like seeing that face. But again, he, he knows. Like, you know what I mean? She, mm. she at points and even in this finally realizes that. It looks like Taiki has a chance. She even says that. But when she says, I don't like seeing that face, like all these things could be taken a different ways. Like, hey, you know, you're in class. You're not supposed to be thinking that stuff, whatever, because she is like one of those people in that low key way. That's not as low key all the time. She has to win of everything. You can tell that she is over the top with Mm. stuff like that. And so who knows? But yeah, that's when they start talking about things. And so I'm the great, you know, and going on with that. So You have where they're talking and she goes off. And that's where I think that what you're getting and why I love this chapter so much is you get Taiki and you get Glasses Koi, where they realize is that this lifelong friend, this childhood friend that they grew up with, she's become a lady. And and (laughs) she is like, maybe we haven't realized that she's like the biggest catch at the school. Remember at the beginning when she ended up doing her, yeah, guys coming out of the woodwork to the watch fan her. Club. Yeah, remember the fan club, and we we have gone away from that. Mm. And everybody's always, and obviously, we're always seeing Chinatsu, Chinatsu, Taiki with Chinatsu. But even in this, it's like that idea that Hina is awesome, and and saying like she is the best at these tournaments. She's a real attention grabber, but she's also still just an ordinary girl. Oh my goodness! And you end up where Koi's like, well, yeah. And then Taiki says, always with the dull straight man responses. And she's <laughs> smiling. Now, again, you have Taiki in the foreground. He shadowed away. Oh. And you just have Koi, who's got, you know, not saying an ellipsis type deal there. But then she really is incredible. I think we have a, you know, we got a love box going on now. Oh this triangle's gotten bigger because I think he has fully fallen in love with Hina. Whoa. And like I said. She better not fall in love with I mean, what, what is he? <laughs> you I better mean, get in line. Jeez. He's just, he's annoying. That's what he is. Uh, you know, he actually is the worst version of the friends in Don't Blush the Kemei Sun. Yeah. Right? He, he even. No, points, none of that Don't Blush charm. Is no, here. no. He seems to like be underhanded at points and stuff like that. But he did get Chinatsu to go to the aquarium. Mm. And, and you know, it did. I, maybe we're just, we don't trust him. He something. doesn't have any bread. He so doesn't like, have, no. And he doesn't, oh, I mean, you're doing? not meaning money, right? You, you mean just, <laughs> he's not the bread <laughs> guy. Oh, and has didn't go into the hospital and sing songs. No, so right? how are we supposed to trust him? Where's the bananas? I don't. Yeah, where is the bananas? <laughs> you go from there because that's where you end up having Hina run into the mm. Yes, well, we go down to the local chiropractic clinic 
which is where all the girls be hanging out. This is the new, like, this is the new rec center. It is the rec center, right? There we go. They're all getting the the manipulations and the the spinal taps, maybe. I I can see why this is very important for uh, Hina, because you have to keep it tip-top shape, you know? Yeah, yeah. And what, 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 what's wrong with Jinatsu her? Doing here? Jinatsu goes in and she's like, I think I hurt my elbow shooting a basketball seven years ago. Oh. I actually, seriously, seriously, at the beginning, <laughs> I, I didn't even realize this was a chiropractor. It even says chiropractor clinic. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was a, a flower shop and I thought Shinatsu <laughs> was working there. And then when I'm like, oh no, it's a, it's a chiropractor. What is she doing? I, I still, I thought she was delivering. <laughs> the way that she's there. At that front, I thought she was delivering flowers. I'm like, well, what do you need? What's going on? It's oh, funny geez. though. It's almost like um, like preemptive deal of not getting injured. Well, how are you going to get injured? You don't play. You haven't even heard. Even with that, with the idea of oh my god, we have the badminton tournaments. Oh man, Hina. Hey, I'm Hina. I'm the greatest. No mention of any basketball or nonsense. Oh, I mean, they ditch that. That's one thing that this book. Actually, needs. I think to that's get the to. biggest dropping of yeah, the ball. It is. it is the basketball. But, yeah, but you continue because Hina ends up there, starts seeing things that are upsetting oh. her and surprising her. Right? Mm. But you go with that. What's going on? And that's the thing. Yeah, because oh, fancy me new here. Good evening. Good evening. I didn't know Chinatsu also comes to the clinic. Why does she need to come? Jeez. Uh, and then I'll have to tell Taiki. So right again, Hina Gem. You know she's on Team Taiki here. But then she does see, and this is the real kicker, she sees that that darn mascot from the aquarium hanging off the bag. So clearly, you know, th- that had, it meant a, something. It had a deep impact there, yeah, yes. Yeah. Because uh, she knows about it. She just, like, that means that. And, and remember, when Shinatsu took the picture of Taiki, and he's like, oh, no, don't take the picture. And she says, no, 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 I want to have a keepsake because it meant something to her. Yes. And having that, that's... Hina saying it meant more but with that like in this where again when you get to the end and and you have Hina upset I don't understand why it has to be that she's sad because she even sits here right and is pushing she is playing wingman the whole time for Taiki even in her mind she's thinking you owe me one, Taiki. I'm really setting you up here. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. this is going to be great. And even thinks, and she sees that keepsake and says, "He maybe he does have a he shot." Does and have go, a shot. like she sees that full bore now. Like Better now, and again, is wouldn't yeah, really. But with this, if Hina really, really liked. You know, Taiki, wouldn't yeah, she, she would have went on, the other way? Yeah, she would have been damage control yeah, wouldn't, then. Yeah, wouldn't she have said, like, oh, my God, I'm surprised Taiki's not here? Oh, what do you mean? Oh, he's always crying. Yeah. Or whatever she would think You would, remember that would time he didn't down. wash his gym uniform? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll tell you, this one time we were uh, on a field trip and he ended up taking a dump right in the middle <laughs> of the woods. Like, I don't know what you would say. But, no, she ends up, it's weird. Because you could go with an idea that she wants to push that. Hey, by the way, Taiki, I've known him longer. Like, I see some people saying Mm. that, that this story is supposed to be the, hey, Taiki liked me before he liked you. Mm. Hey, I just want to tell you, I'm I'm his longtime friend. You're just somebody that. And then if you go that route, then at the end, when she ends up seeing that they live together, seemingly. Uh, that would be like, oh, my God, she has one up on me. Mm. But in this, she even says, though, we went hiking. 
I ended up slipping. Taiki saved me. And I, I'm telling you, I, the save me is odd. Like, he just grabbed her. But, uh, you know, it's not like they're on a cliff or anything. But he did end up twisting his ankle. And then, oh, he sprained his ankle. Uh, he had to sit on an entire week of practice. And you know him. You know, that that a whole stupid. Week without Bobbins. Yeah, that, that stupid. Even, he's a really hopeless, badminton loving dummy. Oh, jeez. Um, so, but with this, wait, she's like, I really gave it to him for someone to get an injury on my account and have it affect his sports activities. I felt terrible. But when I told him, he laughed it off and said, it's because my reflexes are so poor. I'm actually glad I found out what I need to work on. Oh. That's what he said. You know, and she's all excited about it, trying to do this. Now, Shinatsu looks like, I don't know, like Deer in maybe, the headlights and again. maybe thinks Hina is trying to wedge in. Oh. And because she does look like, like, oh, my God, like, are you trying to tell me? That you know you are there first. That but yeah, even like up- even the way like the way she's happy. The but the way that Hina's looking so happy here that I like maybe it's Chinatsu like Chinatsu like, thinks like yeah like oh are you he, playing wingman or are you yeah, playing like, something else yeah so. because it's like out of nowhere like here's the thing the weird thing about this is Hina just jumps into this. Chinatsu is not aware of how much Hina does know. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Now she mm-hmm. doesn't know everything, which we find out by the end. But she's doing this. So it almost feels like, you know, if somebody came in, if me and you were there and me and you both liked a girl and I start telling you like, oh, let me tell you how much I know her. And then she did Whoa. this and she did that. You would take it as a, oh, I guess like you guys are made for each other because you don't like that. Like Chinatsu is nice though. You know what I mean? Like mm. she... But she seems like almost like she comes to like a light bulb moment of, oh, my God, Taiki and Hina are supposed to be together. They're, they're meant together. Not me and Taiki. They're childhood best friends. They also seem to be closer age. I mean, it's only like a year difference, mm-hmm. but still. And the problem is, though, to show. And that's why I think this fully is why it is, because while Hina's saying this, you can sit there and go all these different ways of what Hina really means. But in her word bubbles, it shows that she's trying to set Taiki up. She's trying to make him look good. He even says, how do you like, she goes, how do you like that Taiki in her head? Uh, but, you know, he's a really good guy. He helps others in spite of danger, you know, and then says, I just increased your stock value, Taiki. And then, but did, did he, or did she? Because oh. this might be a lot of, Back and forth and people with miscommunication So they're going to leave then Hey thanks a lot She still seems sad though right mm. I mean look at Chinatsu when it's like Yeah you know nothing never mind Because even that she's going to say something She says Chono Yeah uh, nothing never mind And I think that she was either going to say Do you like Taiki Or maybe you guys are supposed to be together Uh-oh. You know something Something mm-hmm. she was going to say And she looks very sad about it And she doesn't say it then and she says, never mind. But then you're going to show again. Both these girls are gems. I mean, we we, we downplay Chinatsu gem here because she really is because it's raining. And you find out she's a gem that comes prepared. She's oh got two goodness. umbrellas, this girl. Whoa. Right? Hina doesn't have an umbrella. She's like, oh, my God, I didn't bring an umbrella. It's raining. And she's like, you can use mine and gives her the best umbrella. That's awesome. Oh. And Hina, again, Hina in this. Ends up now we're getting back to me thinking again that she likes drugs and th- things are swirling around in my head here. But she ends up like, oh my god, she lent me the larger one, whatnot, and goes. So you know we can end it there. 
but she forgot. Shinatsu forgot her phone. Oh, no. And that's the big deal. Now, did you think that while Hina was walking, all of a sudden you're bloop, bloop, and you get messages over the top from oh, Taiki? That's from what Taiki. I thought. Or it was going to be like, hey, I'll see you at home. Hey, you know, oh. what are we having for dinner? But you don't get that because you end up having Hina following Shinatsu. At one point, I swear to God, she's in stealth mode. Like she could yell. Hey, you know, <laughs> but she doesn't. And it kind of sneaks up like she's going to surprise her. Right, she's going to surprise her with that. Um, and she ends up seeing that, oh, my God, it, it's Taiki's house. And what? the funny thing when I first read it, because I the first time I read through, I go real quick. And then mm. I sit down and read them again two more times. But uh, I actually thought, like, well, why is Jinatsu sweeping up the front stoop? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, no, it's the umbrella. But, yeah, this is where... Hina sees what's that going page on. Turn, that reveal is real yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah. Now, with that, what does she fully see? She sees that she walks in there. She sees that it is Taiki's house because of the name, but she mm. seems to be small enough that she doesn't see over. She might hear it, well, she but she overhear. doesn't fully see But what mm. she hears. But even that, I don't know if she's fully going to get the concept of living together mm. or that just Chinatsu ran off to go see Taiki now. And she's like, what the heck? And leans down. But I'm telling you, this doesn't necessarily have to mean that Hina is crying because of the idea that they like each other. She was just pushing oh. them to be together. There, There's two thoughts in my mind right now. You could have it as easy as her saying, I got to get the hell out of here without being seen because now I'm embarrassed. It's very <laughs> awkward, but I need to get the phone, but I don't want her to see that she you know that or uh, she could be upset that they never told her this mm. and i think that might be because then doesn't it make you feel like a fool mm. that if if she really knows and says okay they live together now like even what she just said hey let me tell you about taiki me and him have been friends for all that to a woman who's living with them that makes you feel like an idiot like oh my god why didn't taiki at least tell me that this was going on so I didn't look like a fool That could be in my mind as well Or it could just be as like you said Oh my god You know that that sucks I'm, I'm jealous But why would she I mean she seemed to 100% push Taiki for Chinatsu mm-hmm. Especially when she saw Oh my god she has a chance You know he has a chance with her Let me go full out let mm-hmm. me really show her uh, Or she could end up after this just jumping up And saying again hiding and Like yeah it worked I don't know I don't know what happens, but I'm I'm worried for Hina because she is a gem this whole time. And she she if she ends up that it is that she likes Taiki and she's upset, then I she's the gem of the year. She is toilet boys. You you guys just got bested because if that's the case, she was still the wingman, even though she liked Taiki, didn't say one thing bad about him, was really pushing him. So with that, I, I think this is a great chapter. I mean, mm-hmm. it is really good. This I think is, this is one of the strongest we've had yeah, in Blue Box in a while. Because it's Hina. Right? Oh. But it's also other things. And you, you get that forward momentum of yeah. the idea. I mean, we're going to be talking about Aikeshi Triangle next. And even that's still in a holding pattern where you ended up at the one point. You said, I wish they were kind of against each other. I wish mm-hmm. that we could go forward with this and we never get. So this is like, again, this is, boy, let's see what's happening. Big I need to read the next chapter. So with that, I'm a 9.8. Oh. Is how much I am with it. I am. The only reason that I can't ever 
until we see Chinatsu shooting some hoops. I don't even care if it's a free throw. Yes. And also get a little more of what she's thinking, not deer in the headlights. Her ideas. Yeah, yeah. then I, I'd be in. It'd be cool to, like, flip the script at one point where it's just, just one chapter. chapter. One yeah. chapter where it was, like, almost like, you know, Freaky Friday, even mm. where we find out what she's really thinking would be cool. But mm. what would you give it? I'll, you see, I thought that you were going to be like 9.6, and then I'd nope. hit it with a 9.8. And yeah, I'd when are you going to go, 10? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, no, it's not 10. It's not 10. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have any B-balls. So it's not no, 10. we need the B-ball. You're going to match me with the 9.8? I'll go 9.8. I think like, this is another one of those stand We're right online chapters. today. Yeah. yeah oh, it we're it's in a standout. So we're, we're getting like, a lot of standouts this week, right? No, yeah, absolutely. I think this could be like if we're looking at maybe if the, could this be one of those chapters that wraps up a volume because this is like that's a what great, it feels like great cliffhanger. Yeah, you know? it is. Especially if you and how can you not love Hina? You have to I love know. her, absolutely. and it's so good. Like the way that this chapter plays out. You fall in love with her even more. It's like know, falling right? in love with her for the first time again, again, because how great she is, and then. To have it look like, oh my god, is her heart broken? What's going on? I'm telling you, I can't wait for the next chapter to see what exactly she's upset with. But we're going to go to the last chapter of the night. And I already said what it was, but what is it, Luke? It is Ayakashi Triangle Chapter 54. <laughs> touch. Uh, touch too much, I think. Oh, touch geez. too much. And and again, we said before, the reason why we have the weekly show, very weekly, very weekly. I'll, I'll add, uh, is because we like to throw in people's faces that we were right. Mm. At the end of last Ayakeshi Triangle chapter, we said that the reason why, you know, this was all going on with Suzu is she was trying to convince, you know, find out, basically, uh, you know, are you going to be, is Matsuri, you know, going to want to be a girl or a boy? And that's all it was. That's all it was. Mm. The chapter's fun. Gets a little sexy. <laughs> Right? And, and, and the way that she plays this out is basically like, okay, they're sleeping together. We already saw that before. But it's like, hey, I, I really sleep better when I get the massage. <laughs> can you massage me? And yeah, they start massaging. And it's like, can Even you massage my thighs? The arms and the thighs. Yeah. Like, the I'm arms like, is one thing. Moly. But when we get into the thighs, I'm like, this is this is Seriously, not... you think that's oh bad? I, I like, hey, I'm going to lay on my back and go spread eagle and then push <laughs> my legs towards my head. Please. Oh my goodness. While that's going on, though, all you can think of is <laughs> Susu's brother Rita is out and about. <laughs> He's walking around. He's like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. I hope they're sleeping, whatever. He is a gem. I said before, he mm. wants to give them their space. But you know, and that's it's the full fun of this chapter. It's, this chapter is there's not a lot going on. No. But the idea that they are getting sexier and sexier. In a, you know, not a set, but it is a I mean, at points, yeah, you know, grabbing way. boobs, right? <laughs> doing this, all these like, things. Is this the dream or did this actually no, happen? The dr- no, this happened. At okay. one point, you even have the idea that they slip into the boobs. Oh, my God, Suzu. Ah! And as it gets sexier and sexier, Rita walks in, sees Uh-oh. things going on, and freaks out, slams the door and says they have to be left alone. Again, though. I thought that that was very wholesome in this crazy way because Shirogami is pissed. He's like, what's going on? He's, you know, hissing and all that. He freaks out, grabs Shiro, even though he doesn't know fully the deal, but he grabs Shiro and says, leave those two alone and runs away, leaves them alone, whatever. Respect the privacy. I love Shiro is all pissed because what are they doing? He's so mad. And uh, again, though, that's where they had actually finally fallen asleep. 
And you even have right before they go to sleep a really nice moment. This is the problem with this book. Again, I always <laughs> say it, but you didn't need the full out sexiness. That, that's it's a funny. wholesome bit back when they remember the childhood. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's nice. That's so nice where they're sitting there and Suzu says basically, my plan worked. Because at one point, Matsuri's like, I can't do this. I'm a boy. And she's like, oh, so are you? I thought that you said you wanted to be a girl and oh, you weren't going to tell anybody about it. Well, I guess you're a boy now. And now that we're laying next to each other, can I hold your hand like we used to when we took naps as kids? And you end up seeing that. And it's really nice, the idea of seeing them as the, the little kids, then boy and girl laying there on the mat, like they're at the, you know, preschool or whatnot, mm. holding hands. And that is very nice. But that's when you end up having Rita look in. And at that point, Suzu's having the marshmallow dream, as they're calling it in the comments, where she is just fondling Matsuri's boobies. And that's where you have Rita freak out and goes and gets out. So with all of this, though, the big thing that started this was, are you going to tell Yayo and Lou that you're a boy? That was the big thing. We got to let out, you know, remember, Yayo now can see Ayakashi, knows what's going on. Uh, And this is something where Suzu... Ended up, you know, you should tell them. He says, no, it'll make things uncomfortable. But she took that as you just want to be a girl. He even said kind of that. But they go. And again, Yayo is pretty much a gem herself as well. Because they go to her and like, hey, yeah, I hope that you don't get upset. But I'm actually a boy. And she's like, oh, my God, everything you've been through. She starts crying because oh. she's so sad for Matsuri. And then they have an app. Yeah, yo, such a great person. Then she realizes, wait a second, we took baths together. Eh, whatever. And she's okay. Now, the big thing, my favorite character is Lou. And they're like, we'll go tell Lou. Do you think that she'll, you know, be as good with it as you were, yeah, yo? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I wonder if she'll believe it. Of course she doesn't. And says, you've been invaded by the poisonous radio waves from minus space. And then they say, as expected, she didn't believe us. And then the end. <laughs> And Shiro's like yelling, like, oh, what the heck's going on there? But that's it. It's very quick. It's it's very sexy at points, a little oh, too geez. sexy for the bus. And it didn't have to be again. But also, it's just, it's pretty much, you know, the ending of the gag that started last issue. Mm. And then just the reaffirmation that Matsuri wants to be a boy. And when all this is said and done, he'll try to be a boy again, which... Did we need this? We keep doing this. This is something well, I, that pops up over mind, and over. Like that, yeah, I like Yayo knowing, though. You know, I like I, that. I appreciate that. I, if that's what it took to get the payoff, Yayo, you know, I yeah, don't mind. Yeah, Yayo was nice. Yeah. But yeah, here, let me grab your boobs. Let me rub your back. Let me get you spread eagle. Let me do this. Oh, my God. I slipped and my hand went up your skirt. Oh, oh no. Geez. Oh, no. My brother saw this. Now, again, it'll be funny. If this goes on for as long as it can, and you do have a point, because, again, at some point, you do have to have Matsuri become a boy again. I mean, and is that going to be like the, you know, romantic comedy that you don't ever want the two people to get together because it ruins it? But I don't know, because then you'd think Suzu would think everything would be fine, but you could just kind of play with that. But I do want to have a point where, what is her brother going to think then when (laughs) out of nowhere... Matsuri is a boy again, and Uh-oh. then he's going to go nuts. His head's go- and what is the mom like? Remember, everybody was like taking it easy with the idea of, oh, I thought you were a boy. What happens when he is then? And is he going to have to then dress up? Is he gonna- <laughs> like? There's some fun things I think because he's, he's also going to school as a girl at this point too. 
So I think that you could play off that idea that he's going to have to start, you know, even like cross-dressing to get through what he has to get through because everybody's now thinking of him as a girl. And, you know, he becomes a boy, he'll think everything's settled, but it's not because now you have to go and do (laughs) Probably Lou then would actually believe it. (laughs) Actually, she probably just think he's an alien. That's all she goes funny. But Yayo is great and starts crying. It's really nice. And again, Mm -hmm. I even saw in the comments, and it's true, the idea... You know, a lot of people, they have problems with gender identity and all these things where people get up in arms and whatnot. And in this book, it's not in your face. It's not, But it is about that at this in, point. In a where, way, it's very progressive. Like if you, if and you done in a, a weird roundabout way, but it is progressive. And Yayo is a gem because yeah. Yayo, that it's, she likes Matsuri for Matsuri. It doesn't matter, boy, girl, whatever, whatever you are, and, and realizes the struggle that he's going through and whatnot. It is that weird, you know, like a subtle, very progressive yeah. look. And, if you and sidestep all the sauciness, I mean, you have to do a lot of sidestepping to get past that. But yeah, of course, but even with the idea, you don't have throughout this, you don't have Matsuri each issue, including we had to have this because of it, where Matsuri's just like, a, I can kind of get used to being a girl. Maybe I'm going to end up being this, you know, whatever. There's not like that idea in this of I have to be a boy. This is bull crap, and this is the worst. He's pretty, and this is it. Like he's he's not unhappy with. No, he's dealing with it because again, when we're reading, it's Matsuri. Mm. That's all I think of. And then you get some wackiness and sexiness, which Shenanigan. is you know a little over the top. But because of that, though, because though it is just what it is. It's the end. It of is that. what it you is. Get to Yayo, and uh, you know you would think even at this point. That is a pretty good ending of a volume as well, where mm, they're like, mm. okay, like that gag at the end. Oh, you're an alien, whatnot. Everybody's on the right page. Lou is never going to be, so she's just going with it. But again, Lou is one of those characters that I swear to God, by the end, you're going to find out that she she knows a lot more than what's <sighs> going on. And I'm telling you, there will be aliens at some point that oh, yeah. she's going to be the one that's going to be right. Her time to shine. And yeah, it'll be her time to shine. She'll probably stop. An alien invasion and things like that with all that going on though this feels like okay we, we got that reset you know everybody's on board we know that yayo is now in the fold you can see ayakashi all that now let's get to something because the next chapter has to kick in you mm-hmm. got to do something we've had a couple down not yeah, down well, issues, this feels like the status quo issues. is fully solidified yeah, yeah. and now we can move on yeah and it might have taken a little too long and even the idea we weren't fully on board with you know swimsuit issue arc that took forever i mean it really did that it was took forever <laughs> uh and also it was but also there's a lot of other cool characters out and about mm. that haven't been in the book for mm-hmm. a bunch of issues mm-hmm. now so i want to get back to that let's get a new ayakashi let's see what's going on uh so with that though i'm still an eight i'm an eight out of ten oh, I was for going this. As well. oh, okay. there you go we're all the same and it's not fun oh in sync well then i'm justin timberlake you're you're, you're joey for tone <laughs> If we're in sync, you're Joey Fatone. Oh. Nobody, wants to, nobody, including Joey Fatone, wants to be Joey Fatone. Oh, seriously. But all that's done. That's it. That is it. There but you go. My uh, gem of the week. What is yours? Because we've already said it. I mean, that's it's easy. not even the deal. It's, it's Tina. And it's gem of the night. We'll see. Yes. But I think she'll be gem of the week as well. And I think both of our book of the night is Blue Box as well. No right? contest. Yeah, no contest. That's it. So, everybody, thanks. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this more of a we still went on and on and we're still we're longer than i thought <laughs> we were gonna but there you go 
that's why we ended up breaking into two. So again, oh, if is. you weren't listening at the beginning, maybe went ahead to one of the books or whatnot, we will have another show on Friday to finish up the other books. And I said that I would name the books, and here they are. We're going to talk Shujin X, Hokkaido oh. Girls, Me and Roboko, uh, Nehru, The Way of the Martial Artist. I actually picked it up this week. I'm yeah, telling okay, you. I haven't read it Mashal, Candy Flurry, oh. and Sakamoto Days. Oh. And I even said to you that we might even be able to talk a little uh, Kaiju number eight because that's oh coming out Hot as well. Yeah, that'll be coming out tomorrow as we record. So a bunch more books on Friday. Uh, again, we're trying to tweak some things and try to, you know, trying to figure some things out. So give us a break is what I'm saying. Don't yell at me. But if you want to, <laughs> you can go over to Twitter at Weird Manga, but also check out our Patreon, patreon.com. Slash Weird Science Manga, where you'll get our weekly Picks of the Week podcast. That oh. is three other books from the week. And this week, pretty strong ones. Don't Blush, Kame-san, My Hero Academia, One Shot that leads into the movie coming up, mm-hmm. and Witch Watch. Good so books. Check that out. Plus, get 14 episodes in advance of our Manga Monday shows. And with all that, too, we're going to have more and more exclusive stuff that we'll be announcing sometime soon so that'll be that but check all those out all the links are in the show notes all that going luke see you later (laughs) see you buddy yeah (laughs) i gotta go edit this luke's going to sleep so hey everybody we will talk to you in a couple of days